0: You're Thank listening you so too. to a, <laughs> a Mamma Mia podcast. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Claire Murphy. Welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. As some Americans dance in the street in celebration as a new president is elected...
1: of my life, best day of the year, best way to conclude 2020.
0: There are, at the same time, a lot of US citizens bitterly disappointed in the result.
2: This election is being stolen from us. This election is being stolen from the duly elected president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. It is a corrupt, a corrupt system aligned against him and we, his supporters.
0: Today, we speak to three women who stuck with Trump. Even when it seemed from the outside that his leadership was one of division, untruths, and disrespect. America is in a very different space now compared to this time last week.
3: And it is now my great honor to introduce the President elect of the United States of America, Joe Biden.
0: President-elect Joe Biden is already outlining what his first priorities will be when he takes office, confirming he will rejoin the country to the Paris Agreement, reverse President Trump's decision to withdraw from the World Health Organization, repeal the Muslim country travel ban and reinstate the DREAMer program, allowing those whose parents brought them into the country illegally as children to stay. Biden has also confirmed he will set up a coronavirus task force to tackle the ever-growing COVID-19 crisis that has taken the lives of more than 200,000 US citizens. A team of transition officials have already started working on the implementation of the new agenda with President-elect Biden saying his White House staff will be held to a newly established set of ethical guidelines and he'll also sign an executive order that says no member of his administration can influence any Justice Department investigations. These promises are a way for the Biden administration to return to the executive order of the past, pre-Trump, But for many, it was that exact reason they voted for Donald Trump in the first place. Like Republican National Committee woman for Oregon, Chris Barreto.
2: I like his policies. I like his pro-life stance. I think that he puts America first and that he understands other countries do that. And I think for the first time in a really long time, he has put the best interests of the U.S. citizens first. And so I just really appreciate them. And as a business owner, I appreciate his understanding tax policies and helping businesses, especially during this COVID crisis.
0: Sonny Donaldson, the chairwoman of the Oregon Republican Party Finance Committee, had similar reasons.
3: I voted for Donald Trump actually even in 2016. I was an early supporter of him because he is a successful businessman and I felt that here in America we needed to break away from the status quo of the politicians that seem to be providing us the same thing. And we needed some change here in America. And I thought that he would give us that change. He exceeded that, actually. He made a lot of promises during his 2016 campaign, and he kept those promises. And he truly has done more for our country and the citizens of the United States truly working on their behalf and for them.
0: As did US expat Lauren L, who sent her vote in from Sweden. For this election, what was more of an issue for me
4: was generally just law and order. Uh, There's been a lot of chaos throughout the United States for the last few years, rioting that's happened, a lot of looting, and just a different side of America I've never seen before. And I think that this election that was more important to me was law and order as well as reopening the economy since the coronavirus has been devastating to the US economy.
0: If there is one thing this election has shown us, it's that it's not that big blue wave of change that so many predicted. But instead, it revealed a clearly divided nation who on one side are dancing in the streets and crying in relief.
1: Well, it's easier to be a parent this morning. It's easier to be a dad. It's easier to tell your kids character matters. Telling the truth matters. Being a good person matters.
0: And on the other, there are those who are dedicated to Trumpism and who truly believe that their president has been robbed.
2: I am so optimistic that he will prevail. The more reports I hear about some of the fraud and things that have gone on, I think that these cases do need to be tried in never in the history of the American people have elections been allowed to go beyond the election date, let alone blanket ballots out to anyone and everyone, whether or not they have asked for one, as well as no signature verification on a lot of
3: these. There's affidavits that witnesses have signed that have seen tampering. And so I believe the best thing is to let this play out in the courts and bring whatever evidence that has been uh, collected and let it play out in the courts. I will say though that, and I believe it was Georgia, has now looked at some of the results and have found computer glitches. And now those votes have gone from Biden to Trump something to the tune of 6,000, I believe is the number. I could be wrong on that. So now because of that, I guess all of the counties are using that same software. So, you know, it just needs to be taken a look at.
0: There are a lot of these claims getting around about the election being fraudulent. So we asked a former federal prosecutor who worked as part of the Watergate prosecution team and now partner in his own law firm specialising in responses to government prosecutions and investigations, Nick Ackerman, to respond. Nick, let's run through what our Republican guests have said here today, starting with the claim that allowing this election to go on past the election date is actually unlawful. Is that true?
1: First of all, with Pennsylvania, the Republicans were asked to permit the absentee ballots to be counted prior to the actual election day as they came in. They purposely decided not to do that. So that claim in itself is absolutely absurd and it's completely disingenuous.
0: They also claimed that blanket balance was sent out to anyone and everyone, even if they didn't ask for them, which they believe is fraudulent.
1: In certain states, like Nevada, that was done. In other states, voting by mail has been traditional, such as Colorado. That is done to everybody. There is nothing wrong with that. There's nothing fraudulent about it.
0: There are claims that... On a lot of ballots, no signature verification
1: was done. Some states require a signature verification, others don't. Some states have actually been putting it through machines to double-check the signatures. There is no proof anywhere that anybody has submitted a false ballot with somebody else's signature. They're just making this up. They're sore losers and they're trying to find anything they can to try and cast out on the election.
0: What about this idea that there's been a computer glitch in Georgia that flipped 6,000 votes from Trump to Biden and that that computer glitch may have affected a lot more votes in a lot of other counties?
1: There's no computer glitch. It just took a longer time for the counties around Atlanta to report the results. That is another made-up, alternate fact, as they say in the Trump White House, that has no basis in fact whatsoever.
0: There's also been some suggestion that there's been some cases where people have applied for and even voted, well, they've applied to vote and have even voted, but they are actually not with us anymore, that they've died.
1: They've yet to come up with any proof on that. Obviously, somebody could vote at the time, send in an absentee ballot, and if they died between the time they submitted the ballot and the ballot was counted, it would still be counted. But there is no evidence that there is any program out there to take dead people and vote their names on ballots. There has been zero proof on that point. In fact, all of these lawsuits that have been filed up to this point. They've all been dismissed by the courts, every last one of them.
0: Do you think that this is going to reach the Supreme Court? And do you think there is any validity in any of the arguments being made at this point that this election has been weighted in favour somehow for Joe Biden and against Donald Trump?
1: No. I mean, this is ridiculous. It's never going to make the Supreme Court. There are no issues here that would even be worthy of bringing before the Supreme Court. I mean, there's nothing to hear. They've got to have evidence. You can't go in and say there's fraud and just say fraud without showing actual evidence of fraud. And no one, no how, has yet been able to do that. This is what Donald Trump has has been the signature of his administration for the last four years. Uh, he just makes things up, he lies, uh, and this is just part of that pattern. And the sooner he's gone, the better.
0: It seems that despite the things we've seen the President do, like mocking people with a disability, disrespecting members of the military, hiring his own children for jobs out of their expertise, accusing the Bidens of criminal activity without any real evidence, being accused by many women of sexual assault, and the list goes on, his supporters aren't so much worried about the man himself, but of what he's been able to achieve – and don't believe that he is responsible for any of the unrest or division America is currently experiencing.
3: I tell them to look at his results, not looking at the personality, but let's look at the policy and let's look at the results of what he's done. And while I don't agree with him on several things and maybe some comments, but I certainly agree with the results of his
4: presidency. It started off as these protests, Women's March and so forth, And then it's just progressed into these violent outbreaks across the country. And I see Democrats as really promoting it. Kamala Harris has not condemned it. And uh, she even posted a link on her Twitter account to a campaign to raise funding to protect the people involved in the rioting. I mean, it's been absolutely astounding. I think
2: that started with President Obama. He is the one that started fueling that fire. And I will tell you, being an Oregonian, that the riots and the destruction of property has not come from Republicans. It has come from those that support the leftist progressive agenda. And if you look at Portland, which has been absolutely destroyed by these people, businesses moving out, people moving out, millions and millions and millions of dollars destroyed in property and goods, that has not come from the more conservatives, that has come from the progressives.
0: His supporters now also have a deep mistrust of the system, believing that it is not Donald Trump's influence that has caused this, but rather a favourite target of the president himself, the media.
4: Some of the biggest issues I've had with the United States for the last few years has been the chaos that's been happening, the violence Uh, There's just been a lot of civil unrest, and I think that the media has played a role in this, in not showing different spectrums of views happening. There's been some times where he's brought up some issues that the media did not cover. The media did not give a person a voice or a perspective of voice. What I do believe has caused division is our national media, the
3: mainstream media, because we do have fake news and... Trump has called it like he sees it, and sure enough, it's come to fruition most things that he has stated, you know, that hasn't been false, and then sure enough, after the investigation, we find out it's not false.
0: No one can deny that Donald Trump has far exceeded any expectations placed on him, that a man who's benefited from his rich start in life to be given the space to fail over and over in business, who starred on reality TV, and who's been the butt of jokes for decades can also rise to be the President of the United States. For his supporters, they say they will accept the result of the election, but that they don't trust it as it stands.
2: If it turns out that Vice President Biden is the winner then we will do all we can to bring the country back together but i am optimistic that president trump has a real case when it comes to some of the shenanigans that have been pulled here in this election cycle
3: if biden truly is elected then let the cards fall where they fall but what is most important is a lawful election that is not with fraud here in america as in anywhere you know the people deserve to have uh, free and fair elections and without any tampering i just want the results to be whatever they are however the investigations come but given the fact that president trump has been attacked with many false allegations throughout his term it would not surprise me if in fact there has been fraud committed here in the United States regarding our election.
0: That Trump performed better than polling suggested in this 2020 election means his brand of politics resonates with a certain group of people in the United States. But what happens next will be the true measure of the man. Will he concede defeat if and when the lawsuits end? Or will he continue to hang on to the bitter end, forced to leave the centre of power in Washington? One thing many believe is that he will be back. His former chief of staff, Mick Mulvaney, told the Institute of International and European Affairs that his former boss doesn't like to lose and he'll be back to run again.
1: After this election is over, who is the leading Republican candidate for 2024? And I think now folks are starting to realize, wait a second, if Donald Trump loses, he might be the guy. And I'm telling you, absolutely. I would absolutely expect the the, the president to stay involved in politics and would absolutely put him on the short list of people who are likely to run in 2024. He doesn't like losing.
0: And if he does, many of his supporters will be there waiting to vote for him again.
3: Oh, I would. I would, absolutely. I like the way that he's moved our country and the jobs that he has created. The reason he got elected the first time is because the American people were hungry for honest change. And he delivered on that. He truly, truly delivered on that, which is why I do believe he has been lawfully elected. We'll see what happens, what the courts play out. And as I said in the beginning, I accept whatever the outcome is. Oh, you know,
2: (laughs) there's a lot of things that will happen between now and then. It would depend on the candidates, but at this point, from what he has done for this country in his policies and other things, I would say, yes, I would vote for him again.
0: That's the quickie for today. This episode was produced by myself, Claire Murphy, with audio production by Ian Camilleri and guest booking by Mel Zauer.